There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right, welcome back to the Dr. Light Show. My name is Josh Reed here with Jim Price. And I hope everybody had a great weekend. And we just see mass chaos occurring within the United States of America. Jim, did did you hear this story? Did we lose any banks over the weekend? What's that? Did we lose any banks over the weekend? Nope, no banks lost over this weekend. Nope, no no banks lost yet. I I had my bank losing decorations up. I thought we lost another one this weekend. Well, Sorry. I still got my bank. I uh, take those my, down. My bank closing tree up and all the decorations. <laughs> so, um, you know, I'm there with you, just waiting for it to happen. But, you know, there was an event that happened in Texas over the weekend. Two events. We had a uh, mass shooter get out of a vehicle in front of a mall and start shooting people, women, children. Um, all of them are deceased, including the shooter. And then you have this uh, this gentleman who drove his vehicle into a crowd of illegal immigrants waiting for transference to shelter and killed, uh, I think, uh, eight people, killed eight people. Now, wow. the shooter, the shooter, okay, has been identified as Marcio, Mar- Marcio Garcia, okay? Hmm. Now, by that name, you can tell of his uh, Anglo-Saxon um, roots. Scottish heritage. His, right, his Scottish heritage. <laughs> and he was riddled with tattoos. But so he was wearing a patch which was affiliated with white supremacy. Um, and so, oh, yeah. So on his gear that he was wearing. Mr. Garcia did? Yeah, Mr. Garcia. So yeah, the Washington Post's hit piece this weekend was that he was a white supremacist, a far right white supremacist who did this shooting. Um, and it, they, they ignored the gang tattoos, the cartel affiliation. Um, they huh. ignored the fact that he was Hispanic and the same thing with this driver into this vehicle, uh, that crashed in and killed eight people. He himself is still alive, but, um, you know, the, the tattoos, the images of the tattoos came out and he's cartel affiliated. So, you know, one who has a reasonable, you know, ability to logically and rationally look at situations would say that, Hey, Maybe this is cartel and gang affiliated instead of right wing extremism. But no, no, they're they're running with that narrative. And this is just how screwed up this country actually is. Now, for those who don't know, um, I, I got a lot of connections in Texas. And from what we're hearing is that the cartels have come together. So there's two primary cartels in uh, operating within Mexico right now. One of them is uh, Sinaloa, right? Mm-hmm. And do you know the yeah. name of the other one, Jim? Uh, no, go ahead. So you have the Sinaloa cartel, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember the name of the last one. I know, I the, I know oh, what I it is, and I can't. Go. go ahead. Yep, so it's the Gulf and the Sinaloa cartels. That's it. So it's the there Gulf and the Sinaloa. So one of, uh, one of our friends out there has said uh, their sources are indicating the cartels don't want Title 42 in place, which is set to be um, either expire or renewed in three days. Okay? Hmm. They said they will put, the cartels are set to potentially lose billions of dollars in trafficking revenue if it isn't revoked. 
In an unprecedented agreement between the Gulf and the Sinaloa cartels, they have agreed to work together to solve this issue. They are planning attacks in public places with potential for large crowds in the USA that will be organized to appear to be connected to illegal immigration. Was Dallas the first? Absolutely. The Hispanic male, most likely. His name is uh, um, affiliated with what's known as the Tango Blast um, cartel. And if you aren't blasting, you're lasting. The other tattoo appears from the, the D-Town faction. So these are two gangs, Tangle Blast and D-Town faction, that operate directly with the cartels. So this news seems to be 100% correct. So in the next few days, we potentially could see a lot of stuff happening in Texas in the sense of these, these types of events. So be prepared right. if you're out there in Texas listening to this. And in, in Texas, you can carry your weapons around with you, and I would highly recommend that. Yeah. Well, I, and, the, and the sad part of this is, is we've talked about that there's going to be red flag effect uh, events. There's going to be these moments where they're going to try to ca- create fear, create chaos, get you to give up more of your freedoms for more safety. And that is truly what this is all about. It's just all about more safety, more safety, more safety. And here we are. I mean, it is absolutely unbelievable that, you know, we forget that, right? Because there are lives. In, here, guys, they are willing to kill you as it to deal with you and they're willing to kill people to prove a point that you need them that's the sad part of this whole thing they literally will kill people innocent children women men it doesn't matter as long as they're going to continue to push forth their agenda and guys, by the way guys that cartels are absolutely in bed with the establishment absolutely so you can't have a separation to say well that's the cartels and those are bad guys with tattoos on their face and they're all scary and the establishment's over here just doing kind things to you no they're the exact same people it's the exact same stuff one is just the you know the uh, uh, army or the enforcement you know part of it which is the cartels moving stuff through bringing in infrastructure bringing in what they got to do doing their biddings like hey right by the way guys a lot of these Pop-up <clears throat> effects that we've had with d- between the train derailments, uh, all the different plants going on fire, all this other stuff. I guarantee you, if you work hard enough and fast enough, you can really find that this all ties right back to cartel stuff. And the cartel well, stuff. Know, speaking of that, speaking of that, Jim. Yeah, go ahead. This weekend in Texas as well is a oil refinery blew up. Just oops, blew up. And, and huh. I find this interesting too because if we look back at the last two and a half years. We have, I, I think the number is up to 85 oil refineries in the United States have blown up mysteriously. Right. And then you have uh, over 192 food processing, manufacturing, distribution facilities that have started on fire and have basically ended uh, the, that, those factories terms. Um, you've had multiple various different uh, train derailments, and I know there's 1,700 train derailments per year. I get that. But uh, when we start seeing these that are carrying critical infrastructure, they're carrying the supplies, the raw materials that are needed to make things and goods and services, you begin to question what's actually happening. Now, two days mm-hmm. ago, sorry, we're on Monday, four days ago, <laughs> um, the U.S. intelligence agencies put out a release stating that Russia could potentially start targeting U.S. infrastructure, including oil <laughs> refineries we? oil refineries, and data comm lines. And so Why now, are we going back to Russia? Why do we well, go back to that later, well? A day later, what do you see? An oil refinery blow up. And I'm telling you, <laughs> this has been happening for two and a half years, and they are going to pin it right. on Russia and try to escalate World War III with it. Yeah. I mean, it's such a lazy argument, though. Well, see, it was Russia. See... See, what we have here is a Russia problem. It's like, guys, we, they just keep going back to that message because you guys keep believing it. 
You keep re- you guys boomerang back to them the Russia story. You guys boomerang back the the idea that Ukraine is real. You go back and you boomerang back that climate change is real. Every time you guys bother perpetuate any one part of that, you're putting energy towards it, and that's how they keep their narrative going because you repeat it. If you don't push back against it, it just keeps echoing out. It's like a it's like a, the ripple effect of a, uh, a a stone in a clear pond, right? Nice smooth boop. But the boundaries of that pond stop the waves. Well, be the boundary. Be the people that stop this stuff from going on and continuing to let them manipulate you and control you. Yeah, you know, Jim. Well, no. And and here's the thing is this is the Firestorm event that we've been talking about. It's ramping up. It's happening in real time, people. It's going to continue. You remember what I said about – if you go back, I talked about social destabilization. And one of the parts of this that I talked about was the Soros-backed DAs – or sorry, attorney generals that were coming in that were lessening the criminal penalty for various crimes. And then the governor is actually releasing criminals out. And I said that eventually what's going to happen is crime is going to become so rampant, it's going to spill into the suburban areas. Then I also talked about how for decades we've had an inflow of illegal immigrants coming over the border. The majority of these are 18 to 35-year-old men who are of warfighting age. Now, we know that China has been basically training various different militants in northern Africa, putting them on ships and sending them to Venezuela, which they're making their trek all the way up to the U.S. border, and then establishing themselves in U.S. cities as sleeper cells just waiting. And now we have yeah. all the, the migrants in Darien Gap that are headed up right now. We have uh, seven football stadiums full of migrants standing at the border waiting for Title 42 to end. The majority of them are 18 to 25-year-old males, various different ethnicities from Northern African Chinese as well as cartel members. So we are in the midst of an invasion right now in our country. And so what happens after this is you're going to see a massive uptick in crime over the next three to six months in this country for societal destabilization. And this is exactly what I've been talking about. I even came out with a theory last week, uh, sorry, the other day, that Mm -hmm. what we're seeing in Texas is only the cusp. This is just the beginning. You're about to see this all throughout America in the sense of this types of mass shootings from cartel members, from gang violence, um, to people running vehicles into people at bus stops, this type of stuff. This is not going to stop, guys. It's going to continue. And this is from the policies of the liberal left. This is from the radicalism that has been established in this country from the deep state. This is warfare, asymmetrical warfare being waged against the United States of America by China and their counterparts. This is we we are at war. I hope people understand that we are at war. There is no Mm -hmm. if, ands or buts about it. This country is at war and our politicians care not to even look at it. I mean, think about this. If you were a politician and you heard that uh, over 195 or 197 food processing manufacturing facilities have um, had fires in them or burned down to the ground and you heard over 85 oil refineries had mysteriously just blown up, wouldn't you like say, hey, Department of Homeland Security, uh, FBI, are you guys investigating this? Is anybody looking into this? Isn't this a little odd, considering that the numbers are um, astronomical, thousands of times percent greater than the years before? Like, wouldn't people be looking? Yes, they know about it, but they're not looking Mm -hmm. into it because they're told not to. They're told to just ignore it because they all want to bring about the destabilization of the United States of America so they can reformulate this country under a new power structure that benefits them, not us. 
Well, and that, that's absolutely true. I mean, I, I talked to uh, when you were talking about the different sleeper cell effects, and uh, I, I'm trying to think of who was the um, who was the guy that was the bald headed guy that was like the t- um, the, the border security guy. Uh, under Trump, he was very, very vocal. Anyway, I met him in Washington D.C. I can't. I, I'm totally forgot his name now. But anyway, I talked to him. I said, "Is is the fact that we're seeing all these things pop up with these fires in these food manufacturing facilities, livestock fa- uh, facilities, oil re- facilities, chemical facilities, train derailments?" I said, "Are these sleeper cells in our country?" And he didn't. I, I barely got the word "country" out, and he said, "Yes." This is foreign countries coming in here and doing things to destroy us. Well, there you go. We'll be right back with more Dr. Light Show right after this. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. So, you know, there, there's a lot of yeah. problems in this country, and this is meant to be this way. I mean, right. chaos has to ensue for solutions to arise, where the solutions urge the people of society to you know, change their ways. Uh, the Constitution is so bad. Look at the, all this freedom. It's, oh, man, there's just so much crime from all this freedom. <laughs> but, you know, a new poll, Jim, has showed yes. showing that most Americans doubt Biden is mentally sharp enough to serve a second term. 
Um, they're not doing any debates, debates for him, though. They're well, not doing not. any debates. Yeah, well, how is this? How is this a thing? How is this okay? So, more than six in ten Americans say that President Biden does not have the mental sharpness or physical health to serve effectively as president, according to a Washington Post ABC News poll. The finding that underscores some of the stark challenges he has confronted the outside of his campaign for re-election. Um, yeah. Overall, more than four in ten Americans, forty-three percent, say the poll that both Biden and Trump are too old to serve as terms as president um, when they were eighty-two and seventy-eight, respectively. Uh, so. There's there's four and ten saying, oh, you know, Trump is a little too old. I, I doubt that. I think Trump is uh, sharp as a whistle. Mm-hmm. But uh, Biden, I mean, there's even talk right now of the 14th Amendment coming for Biden. And we've how, been saying I mean, this how for a while. is he not, though? He's not. How is he not? Dr. Towell talked about this, that he is, you know, that, that whole toe walk thing that you find in, in dementia patients. I mean, whoever's playing this guy is killing it, right? I, I mean, the idea that we absolutely have a situation where there's – that they're showing this is how dullard this person is. This is not – how are we not being attacked? I mean, Honduras ought to take us on at this point. This guy is not the, the leader of the free world, guys. We have given up. We, the emperor has no clothes. He's naked, walking around. We're well, seeing has, it in plain no sight, and everybody's he, ignoring it. He pooped his pants, and they, they, they <laughs> He left him in the spare, port-a-john. Yeah, didn't have a spare <laughs> – a spare pair to put yeah. on him, but I mean, it, this is this is legit, people. I mean, we have we we are no longer the free world. So people saying, well, you know, Joe Biden is the leader of the free world. He's not. He, he's not because this is definitely not a free country. Um, you know, this is dystopian in all means and respects. Is that people are saying we're going to have a dystopian future, dude? It's already here, and this mm-hmm. is bad. I mean bad this this country is in bad shape right now jim and there's a lot of change and repair that we have to do to get our constitutional rights back and in place to remove a lot of the laws that have been put out there that these laws they undermine they undermine you and me and our civil rights you know think about this the constitution was put in place to restrict the government right this is the bill of rights this is what the government cannot do and what did they do? They extrapolated to the that to a series of laws known as the U.S. Code, telling you what you can't do. Right. <laughs> well, you can't tell me not to do. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what not to do. You can't tell me. Come on. We we have all the power, folks. That's why I keep saying it over and over again. That's why I say it constantly, Josh. Is I don't want us to forget that we are the power, and it's not some kind of slogan for protesting. That but honestly, we really are. We have it. We're it. We win. We won. <laughs> Jefferson and, and all these other guys who bothered to sit down and pen these words were amazing. Well, they were amazing men, and they were men who understood the dynamics of the changing world and how this world can change very, very fast and radically if you don't have certain precautions in place. I mean, they mm-hmm. even saw this with the formulation of the country. I mean, after independence, we were still under the Arcos of Confederation. And then you had Daniel Shea's rebellion, which that prompted, obviously, the Second Amendment and, and various parts of the Second Amendment, um, as well as the First Amendment in the sense of redress of grievances, because Daniel Shea had no outlet to go out there and say, why are you guys still taxing me? The war is over. Why are you still taxing me? And I mean, they're talking like half a percent to one percent of tax on his on his right. income, <laughs> yeah. The war. Well, wasn't the the tea, the whole Boston Tea Party was for a, a quarter of a percent or half a percent uh, increase on tea tax alone? 
It was only like a half a percent. And we're over here taxed. I still, guys, nobody's giving me a good reason not to say this, but I am telling you right now, we are taxed at 300% rate. I think we are absolute 300% tax rate. I don't think we even realize that we just, it takes us so much to just survive in this world, and we have, we don't even realize it. I broke it down one day on the whole, you know, the guy who finds oil on his property. Well, he had to buy the property and pay taxes on the property. Then he has to put, you know, all this. Anyway, I just think that we we forget how bad we are taxed and how humiliating we really humiliated we really should be. Well, I wouldn't say we need to be humiliated. I think what happen is happening here is a long drawn out plot process to undermine the U.S. Constitution and the people of the United States of America. You know, for the longest time we were focused on them stealing the Second Amendment. We 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 held on to it as hard as we could and. During that whole time, they t- restricted and began taking away the first and the fourth. Mm-hmm. And see, we didn't defend the other amendments as much as we defended the second. And so this puts us in a pretty pretty precarious situation to where many are like, well, we have to use the second to defend the other ones. The other ones are gone. The, the right. other ones are gone, people. You no longer have a right to personal property, to security, and, and, and to privacy. That, that is gone. You no longer have the right to a, 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 a trial. You, you are guilty until proven innocent this day and age. You don't ha- longer have the right to free speech. If you don't believe me on that, head on down to your local government building, get a picket sign, stand on the sidewalk, and begin protesting, and you'll be arrested because you don't have a permit. Yep. Yep. That is not freedom. That is absolutely not freedom right there whatsoever. We, we guys, guys, the, the, the guys with the guns have got us. Okay, and this is, okay, this is, this is, this is a dichotomy of the hypocrisy of the whole thing. The guys with the guns who supposedly set, who was, took an oath to the Constitution, those guys have got to figure out who they're going to listen to. Are they going to really protect the oath that they took? under their own name, swearing to God, or are they going to follow their masters, the guy who wrote them the paycheck? So are they going to follow the judges and the DAs and the, and their, you know, the city council, or are they going to follow the Constitution? That's really the dichotomy of this, folks. That's where this whole thing lies. That's why no one is moving in America. They have weaponized our own, our own uh, marshals and sheriffs against us to the point where we cannot actually act out the way our Constitution fully describes. That's it. And I don't. It hurts a lot of people's feelings that I say this. And I keep saying it over and over again. The thin blue line has got to figure out which side of this they really want to be on. Are they on the side of the citizens according to the Constitution and the oath they took, or are they going to make sure and do as the city council and the mayors tell them to do and be policy officers as opposed to freedom fighters? Well, you know, Jim, I, I I've talked about this before. That at the end of the day, when things start to go down the drain. And this is how you have to look at the socioeconomic situation, right? As the world begins to tank and we move to this state of multiple vulnerability that I've talked about, people begin losing their jobs. So job Mm -hmm. security becomes this thing that you have to hold on to with loyalty, right? Right. And so as more and more people lose their wealth, the markets begin to crash, the dollar hyperinflates, they lose their houses because... Um, you know, their their loans are called in. The banks get absorbed by other banks. Mm-hmm. So as all that begins to unravel, police officers are going to be ones that are going to be hiring and, and they're going to be the ones with jobs. 
But here's the thing. Do you think that they're going to risk their – and I'm not saying all police officers. I'm not saying all guys. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not pushing my finger at a lot of these guys. But think about police officers and military who have pay, who are, have the ability to feed their families, who have housing that's provided to them by the state. Do you think mm-hmm. they're going to risk that? No, that's a, that, do you think that they're going to say yeah. no to that uh, that no knock warrant at four o'clock in the morning to go grab yep. the guns from a, a gun owner? Well, <laughs> they got to figure it out what they want to do. You know, the, the guy who shoveled coal in the steam car on the way to Auschwitz is as guilty as the guy who pulled the gas lever in the gas chamber. I don't care. I mean, I'm just using that as a metaphor. But he is still just as guilty as the guy who was who was doing it, or the guy who stood over the pit and shot you know people in you know the Germans that were shooting people in death pits where they just were shooting people so they would fall back into a pit and covered them up with big you know uh, with tons of dirt. Those guys are just as guilty as the guy who and the guy who uh, told him to do it. I think he's just as guilty. I, I don't I don't know where we all think that none of this guilt is going to fall on our shoulders only because we were following orders. Well, I'm not following orders. I, I'm fighting against the tyranny. I'm fighting against the dystopian future. I'm here to rise people up and say no more. The United States Constitution, that's guaranteed. That is our rights given to us, our rights and freedoms given to us by our creator. Nobody can infringe upon that. Right. The war is happening now, people. We'll be right back with more Dark Light Show right after this. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Back to the Dark Delight show. Hello. 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we've been talking about we've been talking about all this stuff and and the sad part of this is Josh is that we're not saying something that is like something that's outrageous here that nothing that you can't observe yourself. There's not one. I don't think the observations or the statements that we've made so far have really been. There's nothing we've made up. The sad part of this is, is that okay, I I want to make this. I want to make the comparison here, guys. What did you do? What did you do during COVID? What did you see during COVID? How many women and men were drug out of basketball, football, soccer games, to baseball games, were dragged out of stadiums by quote-unquote security guards with no, no legal enforcement ability, but were dragged out, handcuffed in a lot of places, and the rest of the population just watched? If you don't think that right there that creates for me a real realization that we do not have our poop in a row... That just, I'm telling you right now, it is absolutely terrifying. Everybody shut down the world. Everybody stopped thinking about their civil rights, their liberties, their freedoms. And they watched men and women get drugged out of stadiums with handcuffs, someone trying to force a mask onto their face over a, over a mask. This wasn't, they didn't kill anybody. They didn't shoot anybody. They didn't kick anybody. They didn't do anything. They were simply sitting there participating in an observe, observation of a sport. And they were drug, and a lot of them were arrested, and now have an arrest record, plus spent time in jail, plus being bailed out, plus going through the court system, plus the attorney fees, plus all this. We're talking anywhere from a couple thousand dollars to a hundred thousand dollars worth of their life being changed over a mask. And what did you do about it? What did you do about it? I mean, seriously, a- answer the question, do yes or no. Did you do something about it, or did you just watch the video or watch the person get drug off, and you did nothing? Which one well, was it? Did you do I, I something, or right you now, didn't do something? 
I'll tell you right now, is if I was in that scenario, which I was not, right. I would have done something. I absolutely would have done something. I would have spoke up. I would have spoke up for the lesser man. I would have spoke up and said, um, hey, stop. And right. see, that's the thing. is Sometimes it, it, all it takes is one person to stand up and right. say something in, in yep. the eyes of atrocities for everybody yep. else to begin the process of, hey, no, that's not right. We shouldn't do that. No, don't do that. that that's wrong. Mm-hmm. It just takes one person, people. One person yeah. to stand up and say no. And and think about that. And what is, what is saying no? I, I, what's the comment I make all the time? Dogs, children, and the government need to be told no often because it makes them better. But how hard would it have been for us, a group of people, 20, 30, 40 people stand up in that security guard and say, uh-uh, leave. Get out of here. You're not, we're not standing for this. We're not going to let you touch Another human being in here. They have done nothing wrong, and you cannot physically harm them. If you want to ask them to leave, that's your choice, but we're not allowing you to do this. You're a security guard. You're Even if you're a police officer, move along. See, they don't believe that there are public servants, though, Josh. Josh, they do not believe that they are our public servants. They do not believe they have less constitutional rights than we do. They do not believe that we, the political power, is inherent in the people, and all free governments are founded on their authority. That is your Bill of Rights. But yet wait, nobody wait, believes wait, wait, that wait. and hold they on, don't. Hold on. hold on. What? The authority what? is in the people? What? Yeah. So how Magic. are they removing? How are they removing people from these it. from the grocery stores, from the public buildings? Yep. When you have people being drugged out of, of school board meetings and city council meetings and county commission meetings because they didn't wear a mask. That right there is a – that we do have a failed constitution right there. We have a constitutional crisis where one part of the system is, is working with the other part or working against the other part. Mm-hmm. And we are the other part. We are the where they get their power, and they're arresting us and dragging us out of our meetings and giving us three minutes to speak, three minutes to redress your grievances. That's what it takes. Well, we would be here all night. Well, that's your job. That's why you were elected, is to sit there and listen to us gripe and complain and do as we told you to do. I do not understand why they think that they have some type of authority to tell us, oh, three minutes, sir, three minutes, just three minutes. Oh, don't use foul language. Okay, so now you're going to prohibit my regressive grievances, but then also tell me what I can and cannot say? I thought that was the First Amendment. But the problem is, is we allowed it in our churches. We allow it in our businesses. We allow it in our movies. We well, allow it in our they, everyday they, life. They shut down the churches too. Just, just throw that out there. Well, they, but the they, church because the church complied because the church has oh, complied because so, the church so has where, complied. So let me ask you this: right. the next time this happens, because people, this is going to happen again relatively shortly. It is going to yep. happen again. When this yep. happens again, if you are a church, a congregation, a pastor, a priest, whatever you might be. Do not comply. Do not give in to them. If you are the people of that congregation, do not comply. Do not give in. Express your God-given rights over the authority who says you have none. Not only that, if they come out and say you have to wear a mask or a nebulizer or you have to wear this patch or you have to wear this uniform or whatever it might be, you push back with all your might. You push back with all your constitutional amendments that are protected and God-given. 
You have the right to stand up and be who you are, especially in this world and in this country. And you know what? No authority can stand in front of you. No authority can stand in front of you and deprive you of those rights and those liberties that the creator has given unto you. Remember yeah. that. Arturo Pulowski is, is the preacher that everybody saw in the very I beginning of COVID. Such he is dude. awesome. And I've had him on the show quite a few times. He's, he's really neat to get a hold of and talk to him. But he did. He said, you are not allowed in this house of worship. This is a sanctuary. This is a church. Get out of here. And he, and he was real about that. And that's what every pastor, if every pastor would have done that, we would never have locked down. We never would have went through the crap we went through in 2020. If every pastor just bothered to be who they say they are. And I'm challenging you pastors out there. I do this all the time. If you guys really are who you say you are, did you shut down? Do you take that government handout that allows you to be tax-free? Do you need tax-free uh, qualifications to be able to be a church? No. You can be a church without taking the government handout of being tax-free and the liabilities that go with making sure you fill out the government paycheck just right. Because they are giving you a paycheck by letting you keep your taxes. By the way, if you're giving your, if you're doing that, if you're signing up for the 403 CBD, whatever the whatever version you're going to be under of charity, just like the NFL is the largest charity in the world, that you're going to line up under that, then you're under the government control. But did you lock your church down? Did you tell your people to stay home? Did you tell them to stay six feet apart? Did you spray your whole sanctuary when a week before that it was just fine for everybody to hang out and now you got to disinfect? Which way do you want it, man? Who is your God? Who is your God? Huh? Is, is your God the federal government, or is your God somewhere else? That, huh? Figure it out. Very well placed. Who's your God? Huh? That was very well placed. Huh, Jim? <laughs> but, you, you know, listen, and, and Jim and I, we, we get passionate about these topics because we see this happening again. It's coming, people. It, it is coming. And I think you guys all know that as well, that this is coming, that they are going to mm -hmm. stop at nothing this next time. This next time, they are going to come for us. And they are not going to stop, and we're never going to get those rights and freedoms back again. That's what's going to happen this next time. The next time is the kill shot event. The next time they do this, and I'm telling you, it's going to happen within 18 months. And the reason I say that is because they cannot allow the November 2024 election to take place. They cannot, cannot, and they will never give up power. I've been preaching mm -hmm. this since 2020. They will not give up power, which means that they have to have some type of event occur in the United States where they can bring about a suspension of habeas corpus, a suspension of the Constitution, and a deprivation of your rights and your freedoms. And the only yep. way that they can do that is in the midst of a national emergency. That is something like a pandemic pandemic, uh, global war, an economic meltdown, massive terrorism occurring throughout all the United States with various different sleeper cell actors in liberal cities going out there and performing terrorist events. And guess what? You're probably going to see all of it because that's the level of chaos and terror that they are going to bring to this country to bring her to her knees. Okay. We are in yep. the midst of a color revolution in this country. And so, knowing this, knowing this, never falter, never sit down, never give up your arms, never give up your right to self-defense, never give up your right to free speech, never give them territory. If you walk into place, let's say you walk into a private business, all right, mm -hmm. and that private business says, you need a mask 
that come in here. So what you do is you go out there and you create a sign and you say, my rights are more important than your mask. And you stand on that public sidewalk outside there and you wait for other people to join you because they will. And you make sure that people stop shopping there because that place will go out of business because it's a private it's a private organization, which means that they don't have to comply with government policy. They don't have to comply with that. Now, some of them will, they will, some of them do, right? Yeah. But here's the thing is if you push back hard enough, they have to give way their ground, not you giving way your ground. It's only when every individual gives their ground, do they make progress. When those individuals stand together united, They can never have progress over us. And now we see the Republican Congress going out there trying to make it illegal, a law stating that you cannot mask this country. You cannot lock down schools. You cannot cannot lock people out of grocery stores simply for refusing to wear a mask in public. And this is the beautiful thing about our country is we have that ability to push back at that level to where we can implement laws. Now, also on top of this... This is the 10th Amendment. We'll talk about that when we come back here in a minute. This is the Dark Delight Show. We'll be right back. You can run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. 
Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Back to the Dark Delight show. So, Jim. Sir. When these events begin to happen, when they begin to occur in the United States, and by the way, we're already there, people. If, if you don't recognize this, that's what's happening right now. This is exactly what's happening right now. The the banking collapse, the pending economic doom that is coming, that is being covered up by the federal government, the incompetency of the Joe Biden administration, the ending of Title 42, the cartel crimes in Texas, the widespread violence and riots that are occurring all throughout this country um, at the... Uh, a rate seen before unprecedented in this country. Uh, the amount of tyrannical laws that are being passed in each state, including New York State, which uh, no more, no longer can you have a gas stove um, in your new house if you choose to build one, and in the sense that they're not going to manufacture any new ones. Um, and then the, coming after the the Second Amendment, we have Illinois, we have Washington State, we have New York State. Washington mm-hmm. State just banned semi-automatic rifles, which is an absolute egregious violation of the constitutional second amendment so we're, we're in the midst of it right now guys this is what i say they're called it's called laying the framework they lay the framework to the tyranny and then they implement various different points of crises because the crises help to exasperate upon the 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 level of destabilization they've already produced within their framework. And so this expands their authority over you when they have this crisis in hand so we're about to see this. What are your thoughts, Jim, on on how this is going to occur? Yeah, guys, it's it's going to it's going to occur. There's not going to be that moment where it's a flash. And the sad part of this is it's going to be this drip drip effect, which we've already basically we're already experiencing. You guys want to know how it, it's going to end? Well, you're experiencing the end right now. This is the fall of Babylon, whatever you want to call it. Whether comparison you want to have where you say, well, this, that, and the other thing. In reality, we are living in the fall of Babylon now, and that's why you're seeing these people where you're seeing this gender dysphoria stuff. You're seeing these people with real psychological breakdowns. You're seeing that the push away of the human contact of each other. We are in the middle of it right now. It is already happening, and it's actually been happening at least since the 50s, that it's been a slow, slow cook of the frog here, and we are really at the boiling point already. And the sad part of it is it's only just a matter of point where either we flash as the human beings, us, me, you, Josh, all of us, us, we, use guys, we guys, we all get together. When we get together, this is over. And then we get to go back to freedoms and liberties. But I really do believe we've, we've become so cowardice. And, yes, I'm going to use the word cowardice, and I'm talking about all of you. And I know Keith, he's, he's, he's not a coward. He wants to get out there. He wants to be strong. He wants to be powerful. But, the guys, we have become cowards because we will not stand up, with, which is basically ours. I mean, if, you, if someone took, took all your money out of your checking account, are you going to go down there and demand an explanation? Of the of the bank, You're, aren't you going to go down and demand like, hey, this needs to be refunded back to me? This is not, you know, can't be taken. But your liberties and freedoms are being taken away from you, which are far more valuable than some rectangle of denim paper. That rectangle of denim paper is not as valuable as your freedoms and liberties. And I do not see any action. I do not see people literally walking the streets and saying, this is the world we'll live in, where we will protect ourselves and we will not allow for these things to happen and we will not allow for our fellow man to be incarcerated for non-person crimes see when we allow for our judicial system to victimize us then really end at the end of the day who isn't a victim 
We are all victims. At the moment, we know that our judicial system is overreached, that they're willing to charge you with 12 charges so that they hope one sticks. That right there should never have been a part of our, our judicial system. And it has been leveraged against me and other people in this country. No different that it was leveraged against General Flynn. They leveraged General Flynn's son against him so that he would then plead to lying to FBI, an FBI agent. That he would he would plead to that because they were going to use his son the same thing they did to me guys this at that moment that, that any of the any one of those stories were true my story or General Flynn's true if that's true we have failed as a country and that's why we have we have yet to stand up and be the right people and yes we are cowards I do believe we are cowards sorry I mean well speak for yourself on that one I'm definitely not a coward I mean I I stood up for what I thought I believed was right during those points and times but at right. the end of the day. Cowardice, right, is mm-hmm. when you stand in the face of adversity and you give them ground. And I think that a lot of people out there, especially our listeners, have given have, – have took that stand against us. That's why they listen to the show. That's why they're out there right now wondering what more can they do? What else can they do? How do we wake more people up so the next time that this does happen that we're united, that that we can hold hands and say, "Uh uh-uh, you're not getting a step within our red line that we have drawn in the sand. That's the thing we're talking about here. What was effective? The blue, the, 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 the left, right? The extremist, Black Lives Matter, uh, Antifa, Okay, Antifa is anti-fascism, and yet they celebrated fascism. Um, they showed us exactly how to get the attention, right? How what, what we really got to do to make the difference, except where we don't well, go burn down businesses a, down. You're going down a slippery slope there, Jim. <laughs> we don't, well, but we don't burn down. We do that. We do what they did, but we don't do the burning. We don't do the looting. We don't do the killing. We protect the buildings instead of destroying them. We protect the neighborhoods instead of destroying. We protect the innocent that is getting beat down by a group of young individuals that are of one person or the other. Right, So we're not allowed to describe which groups are doing which. But when we stand up and we protect the innocent and we stand up and protect the businesses, that's how we become the arm of strength and we are the difference makers. We can use their exact same tactics except for the destructive part. Use that. Use their example. How do they do it? By mass, by group, by occupying. Well, look what happened to us. We're a bunch of cowards because January 6th, they were able to weaponize the Department of Justice. I don't care who you are. You took, the, you took your little Juris Doctorate classes, and you say that you went through all that to, to go to the pass your bar exam, to go prosecute people for trespassing into a building where the doors were open for them. That's where your pinnacle of life went. That's where your DOJ hang your hat on moment. I did one for the good guys moment is. You should be ashamed of yourself. That is absolutely ludicrous, and you should not be a lawyer if that's what you think lawyering is really about because you're not protecting anybody. You're not creating a balance of justice. You're creating an imbalance of justice where you persecuted people, and that's why the patriots don't stand up because January 6th was another lesson in how you don't, if you disobey, we will come to your state. We'll come to your state, and we will beat your door down and arrest you. Jim, Jim. Are you trying to say that there's going to be a Stasi or a Gestapo that's going to get out into the streets and try to enforce this rule of this rule of radical law onto us? I mean, 
I mean, already that's kind of far-fetched. I mean, it, LIDAR not, guns, it, it's speed not like, traps. It's not like that they have these policies officers out there that um, detain people for absolutely no reason whatsoever in, against their constitutional rights Undercover and freedoms. Undercover agents. Um, that, that, that don't respect the First Amendment, the establishment of the First Amendment. They try to trespass people from public spaces when they're actually well within their constitution. I mean, listen, I 100% back the blue. 100%. I, I back our military. I'm a veteran. Um, Me too. You know, it, but here's the thing. is there's Sometimes there's bad cookies out there. And the other right. problem that comes about with these types of jobs is taking orders. Doing what you're told. And I understand the, how that operates in war. I understand how that operates in military. But the problem is, is when we're talking about law enforcement hours, officers, there, there has mm-hmm. to be appropriate training, de-escalation training. There has to be a whole bunch of stuff that's put in place. And a lot of these guys are incredibly professional police officers, and they're amazing at what they do. Right. But what we're afraid of, and the fear factor that comes about from this, is when everything goes to poop, when everything gets thrown into the gutter, when this yep. country is on the verge of absolute collapse, when, when the economy collapses, people are being forced out of their houses, right? Homelessness skyrockets, joblessness skyrockets. What will your choice be? What will yeah. you do? That's the question that we have. And I hope, I hope, and I pray that you'll stand with the people, that you'll stand beside the people, that you'll rise up with the people, because that's what needs to happen. All right, you guys will be joined by Jim for the next hour. Hello. I'll be back right. tomorrow. Much love, respect. God bless you guys. Take care. Have a great day. Talk to you again. There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right, welcome back, everybody, to the Dark Delight Show here at WYSL. I'm your host, Jim Price. Extended lunch hour. Yeah, that's us. Mondays and Wednesdays, uh, we get to talk to you guys just for a little bit longer. I know that you guys are just dying to hear it, right? Can't wait till it all comes out. Uh, this is this. These are times, right? And I say, me and Josh talk about this quite often. You know, I say, what a great time to be alive. And it is. I think it is. I think we have a great time to be alive. But I was listening to Josh, and 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 obviously, it I, what comes out of my pie hole, I listen to that too, right? I got to pay attention. I can't say certain things. I got to be cool about this or that. But I'm really, I really do get passionate about this because what back when I ran through all this stuff, the establishment, well, guys, I went through it all. I mean, I went through the charges and the raids, the swatting, and all that, and. So for me, when I wrote, I, and I, I'm going to read this again. I, I read this, wrote this, read this a few months ago. Um, a couple of you guys went out and bought these on the Jim Price Show dot uh, com. You guys can buy this uh, poem. I have signed versions, unsigned versions of this, but uh, I want to read this to you because Josh was saying some things that really fit in line with what I wrote. 
uh, back in early October of 2020 before the election. And this was during the Brianna Taylor thing when, you know, say your name, you know, say your name, say your name. Well, they come to find out that she was, you know, involved in drug dealing and a bunch of other stuff. So she wasn't really this uh, the saint that they were trying to say. And, and any, any life lost is never good enough and it should never be. We should never default to incarceration. We should never default to using deadly force. But we seem to use it freely as a way of, of uh, having just uh, how, we, how we resolve issues, resolve problems. But let me read this to you real quick. And Josh was saying some things that fit right in line with this. There were some little cre- little uh, little clips of this that he was saying, and what he was saying and I was saying together in that last segment. I want to read this to you because I think it has to do with this time. Uh, I know we are three years away, almost three years later, but here we go. So say her name, America. Her name is America. She is freedom. She is the only place on earth, past, present, or future, that has ever been, or ever will be, free from tyranny. She has bled, cried, and died for each of us. Over her beautiful hills and dales, she has prepared for us a home we must earn. This home was built, is built with honor, dignity, peace, and the pursuit of happiness. She is here so we can rest our weary heads. For freedom is never free. We must battle against those that are evil, against those who wish to bring freedom to her knees. Wow, what a time like now, right now, right now. Think about that. Against those who wish to bring freedom to her knees, which means you're in slavery. Each day we struggle against those who take away freedom for the sake of safety. Yeah, safety. To be free, you must practice bravery. Bravery is not born in each of us. Selflessness... Selflessness, I'm sorry, selfishness, I read that wrong, selfishness is the root cause of evil in our hearts. That's where selfishness starts, in our hearts, and it begins the depression and the self-looking, inward-looking process, right? Selfishness is the root cause of all evil in our hearts. We must practice selflessness to achieve bravery. We have to do more for others, look outside of ourselves, be better. We must practice selflessness to achieve bravery. We must be brave and hold dear the hopes and dreams of a nation. That's us. That's our job. We must hold, be brave and hold dear the hopes and dreams of a nation. When those with evil in their hearts come to bring harm, now think about that, when those with evil in their hearts choose to bring harm to those who are not brave, it is the duty, nay the honor, of those that can to stand strong. And resolute until others can join the fight for freedom. No one has ever rang the bell of freedom without the fear of loss. This loss can be of your individual freedom, your individual liberty, your pursuit of your happiness, or even your life. Now think about in that time these days, this this time in these days right now. Think about how relevant these really are. These words are really ringing true right now. So it goes on, says, no one has ever been granted the perfect outcome. I'm sorry, no one's been guaranteed the perfect outcome, rather the best outcome for the effort you put forth. No one will ever be guaranteed the perfect outcome, rather the best outcome for the effort you put forth. When the duty of freedom calls, how will you respond to her? How will you rise up to meet her? How will you create a better world for those that do not know or understand freedom. 
How will your actions bring those real values of freedom into their hearts? How again? How is your example? How is how are you talking? How are you being? Are you creating freedom in other people's hearts? Are you giving them the example of how to live free? I mean, that's a real problem right there. Whether in this life or at the judgment seat of Christ, you will have to answer this question: Were you a good and faithful servant to freedom and her cause? Did you fight tirelessly for those who could not? against those evildoers willing to destroy freedom. What did you do when freedom called your name? See, right there, we have to think about this in real time, that this is our chance to stand up against these things. And there's so many words in here that Josh was talking about, but again, are you brave? Bravery is not born in each of us, okay? Selfishness is the root cause of all evil in our hearts. We must practice selflessness to achieve bravery. And see, these are these, these, these words in here where I want you guys to think about this. In this time when we're going around thinking about, well, we got to do this, we got to do that. Well, the banks are doing this, the banks are doing that. I can't believe Klaus Schwab is this. I can't believe Klaus Schwab is that. Well, Klaus Schwab will only have the power. He will only only have the power if you give it to him. And if you stand up bravely, if you stand up for freedom, if you stand up for liberties, no one are go- no one's going to fault you. And that's what I tell people. I said I'm not I do not care which side of the things you think I'm on. I don't care where you believe that you're, you know, who you pray to as God, whether you believe you're part of a political party or not. All I want for you is individual freedoms and individual liberties. I want you to be able to have the freedom of your mind and the freedom of your body to go do anything you see fit, whatever that is, to just go do it. And I don't have to be fully involved. I don't have to pay for it. I don't even have to even know you're doing it. You go do your thing. I'm doing mine. Let's not worry about trying to you know, pay for each other's stuff. You make a mistake, you get to pay for it. You make a mistake, you get to recover for it. You make a mistake, you get to learn from it. I make a mistake, I have to recover, and I have to make sure that I take those lessons out of there. That is how this works. That's freedoms and liberty. I don't care whether you think you can kill a baby in a mom's womb. I don't, that's, I, as, you know, you could do whatever you want as long as you're not harming another individual. And if you're killing a body, if you're killing a person, then that's harm. And, and then that's discussion absolutely full stop right there. Now, if you want to go out there and you want to do whatever you want to do, that's fine. But again, if you're victimizing little children because a man wants to tuck his thing between his leg and gyrate in front of kids, I have a problem with that. See, when you're victimizing other people. Now, if the parents choose to go do that, then that's who the parents have to answer to that child's abuse. But at the same time, that parent does need to be held accountable for that. Because having a grown man who is sexually deprived and has a depravity of mind that thinks that he can go out and gyrate in front of young children, and that's okay, and the parents bring the children to that, that parent needs to be held accountable. Do you see where this actually all goes? Where I'm talking about person crimes. I'm not talking about policy officers going out there with LIDAR guns and having confident informants and, and uh, all these, you know, these undercover cops and all that. Where did, you, did you guys ever sign up for that whole thing? I want to ask you guys. I'm, I'm, we're kind of on the, on the beating on the drum here of the thin blue line, but where did, did we, where did we sign up for that? Who said it was okay for us to have undercover agents? Because what I keep finding out over and over and over again is the stories I hear about undercover agents isn't where they took down Al Capone. 
An undercover agent's not talking about where they took out Osama bin Laden with an undercover agent. An undercover agent isn't talking about how you know they 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 uh, uncovered the JFK assassination through the CIA. No, these are undercover agents like the ones that were planted in the the uh, gentleman up in Michigan where they were trying to uh, kidnap Governor Whitmore. Well, Governor Whitmore didn't get it. Uh, didn't get it. Uh, she never was. She was never kidnapped. But two of the FBI agents were sleeping with two of the men to try to get them to kidnap her. So your government is paying for women to sleep with men to get them to create a crime so they can arrest them for something they didn't do or hadn't planned to do, but these people were trying to influence them to do it, and that's your government trying to influence its own people to commit a crime. Well, they couldn't get them to do the crime if, if you know they were had better moral value, Jim. This is a problem. See, they, they, they were going to commit it. We, we caught them thinking about it. So now we have thought crimes. So we're doing that whole thing. We're going to do that now, folks. So where is it okay? How about January 6th that, that we're finding out over 500, 500 minimum police agents were on the ground in the January 6th movement inciting people to move into the, into the building. In fact, we're finding out that the majority of the people inside of the building were federal agents acting as citizens. So you want to fight me on this about the fact that our thin blue lines got an identity problem? You want to be upset? You want to have that conversation? Then take away the argument from me by showing transparency exactly what we're doing. Not having undercover cars with all the windows all blacked out, illegal tent, and all this other stuff, and license plate and bumper stickers, and all this other stuff that they do to try to make their cars look like average cars. You know, over in Europe, you know what was really kind of one of the things I really applaud for them? All their police vehicles have to be fully marked and fully addressed with bright colors. Transparency. Anyway, guys, we do have a commercial break coming up. I'm going to talk a little bit more about this when we get back. I'll see you in a minute. Hey, guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. 
We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Welcome back to Dark Delight Show. I'm your host here, Jim Price. Thank you so much for hanging in there at the commercial break. Guys, I'm not trying to just torque everybody off this morning. But the sad part of it is, is over in Europe, they, they, they and I know still, they still have undercover agents, which I still don't agree with. But their their police cars are fully marked. High-vis, you know, reflective tape and vests and the whole nine yards. Here's the sad part of this is, is that I, I don't, understand why in our own country where we've allowed for these blacked out vehicles these undercover vans these you know hondas and you know escorts and this and that and have you know these minivans with these federal agents and local policy officers and rolling around in them and i guys i don't think that that's what we signed up for i don't think that we have as much criminal activity as what we create i think we create a lot more uh a lot more of this you know this uh, activity of crimes only because we create them. I, I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know how to say that. We we create crime. We create it out of nothing. I mean, think of January sixth. If you guys want a good example of it, look at January sixth. Look what January sixth looks like. How many of you guys are happy with what you've heard about and keeps coming out through Tucker Carlson and others over and over again about this January sixth stuff? Guys, we're two years out on that. Over two years out, and yet we still have people inside solitary confinement for what? Trespassing? I mean, I think the greatest conviction they've got is basically a trespassing conviction. But where did we sign up for that? And where does this create freedom for us? Where does this create liberty for us? Where does this make us, like, we're feeling like we got all this freedom and, like, oh, we don't have to worry about our federal government putting spies among us. No, we don't have to worry about that because our country doesn't do that. Our country doesn't put policy officers behind trees and jersey barriers and road signs to make sure and do LIDAR gun. I mean, really, are we, do we have a speeding problem in America? I mean, seriously, are we answering a question? Are we doing something in America here? Are we, are we solving some type of epidemic? I mean, we have people that are doing... Law enforcement for murder, right? But has it stopped murder? No, it hasn't. It doesn't curb it. I, guys, I don't think we think about this in the proper way. None of the crimes that we have put on the books, with the penalties involved in it, stop the crime. If that was true, then murder wouldn't happen. The only people who would be murdering anybody would be the doctors in the hospitals. See, we don't, we, we don't, we, we outlawed murder. It's even in the Bible. It's like the first story out of the gate. 
that don't kill anybody, even with a rock. But wait, if it's the first book or first story in the Bible that we really come out with is this whole execution of another person, I thought we solved that we don't do that anymore. So why has that murder ever occurred since then? I thought it was illegal even unto God. A God said, don't do that. Thou shall not kill. I thought that was one of those, the big ten. I thought we had that all written down in tablets coming coming out coming out from Moses. I thought we had this solved. I thought we, we weren't discussing this anymore. But yet we think that putting more laws and putting more policy officers out there and doing all this stuff actually creates a safer society. No, what creates a safer society is putting fathers back in the home. Well, no, Jim, if we drop down the patrols, then we won't have the bigger... Fix the home. Put the fathers back in there. Quit abusing them with child support payments and creating a, a hostility between the child and the father and the ex-wife or the ex-mother or whatever you want to call them. Put fathers back in the home. I guarantee you, folks, if you put the emphasis of the fathers back in the home, we're not going to have to worry about how many policy officers we have on the crew. We're not going to worry about defaulting to incarceration or defaulting to freedom. If we put our fathers back in the home and we put fathers back in the, in the place of authority and allow them to rear children and raise children, how fathers do that in an amazing way, if we allow that to happen in our society, all this fruitcake crap going on with men gyrating in front of little kids, it's over because it doesn't happen anymore. Oh, it can try, but the men will stand up. The men won't allow for this. The men are going to say no to the wife taking the kid down to the drag show. Yeah, that's going to happen because the men are fully involved and men are given that authority back in the home and they're going to put this country back to where it should be. See, the demonization of the man. Oh, you can say the heterosexual white man is the most demonized human being on earth and you'd be factually accurate. But what I'm telling you is we can actually have this conversation about putting fathers back in the home. We can have this without hesitation and know that when we do it, it will make this world a better place. We don't have to up the policy officer count. We don't have to worry about bringing more laws in because the fathers will handle their business and they won't get pushback from society or having school tell the children that the only safe place for you is with the government. Don't tell your parents, just tell us. Don't tell your parents that you have a, have a confusion about uh, what gender you are or who you want to see or what bathroom you want to attend. Don't tell your parents. We'll keep that our little secret just between me and you and the government. We'll have it all, our safety, all here at school. And if you go home where those bigots live, those racists, those, oh, those, oh, they're just such horrible right, extremist right-wingers. Guys, do you know what an extremist right-winger is? A libertarian. What is a libertarian? Someone that doesn't want to know what you're doing and doesn't want to pay for what you're doing and wants you to do you and have all the freedoms you want. See, the problem is, is by definition, by them saying extremist right wing means that they are actually talking about an a constitutional conservative, a fiscal conservative, a libertarian. But they're trying to say that as somehow that they can say that a someone who believes in killing a certain race, which is, sounds like an abortionist, those are the people that are extreme right. And the sad part of it is, is I know a lot of people that are extreme right and believe in extreme right 
you know, ideology meaning fiscal responsibility, small government, and individual freedom, individual liberty, but they are not they are not trying to execute one race over the other. And yet through the annals of time we keep we keep you know we keep seeing that this has been going on for you know as long as we've been writing things down. But we can't have the conversations about the fact that, hey, we outlawed it, it should stop. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot take and law the morality into the man. The man becomes moral because of the father. The woman becomes moral because of the father, and the mother nurtures those children, feeds them, takes care of them. But the father raises them, shows them right from wrong, allows them to understand that you do not treat other people those that way or this way, that you do things responsibly. And see, that's where we all. That's where we all have lost our way. I'm not asking you to rewrite anything. I'm asking you to take a lot of things off the books and quit putting pressure on the spring because that's just going to make us push back harder and erratically. If we actually do this right and we put fathers back in the home and we do this amazing job there, this country solves itself. We don't law anything. We don't spend any money. We don't need environmental impact studies. We don't need wind farms. We don't need all this crap. Suddenly we become self-reliant. And we have self-discerning conversations where we know what's right and wrong inside of us, and we don't destroy businesses. We don't attack innocent people. We don't go out of our way to victimize certain neighborhoods. You know, this is a, a conversation that I, I don't understand why this seems like such an oddity. But the problem is, is they've taught us and trained us so well in this machine that we live in to deny what we know is absolutely fact. Is fathers and mothers are amazing for children and amazing for this country and amazing for this government. And the government should be fully limited absolutely at all times. And that's the way the Constitution was written because they saw what it was like to see out-of-control tyranny where we were harboring or housing military in our homes, and they were taking things that they wanted when they wanted and how they wanted it. And we knew that that, that kind of taxation and abuse was not going to allow us to grow and be prosperous in the future. But we can't have that conversation, right? Because we've been told that women's liberation and the fact that women are completely held down and there are laws and ordinances and guidelines and policies in this country that tell women and minorities they cannot succeed and tells them how they are completely limited. We have thousands and millions of laws and rules and regulations everywhere in every corner of this country that are nothing but bigoted. Well, that's what they're telling you. That's what they've told me. That's what they've told everybody. And that we should have all this enormous guilt. California has already already sent to the government $1.5 million down payment on reparations in California. That happened last week for every black person. Hmm. That seems racist. All right, guys. We've got commercial break coming up here at the bottom of the hour. Dark Delight Show will be right back. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to the Dark Delight Show. I'm your host here, Jim Price, as we continue to go through your extended lunch hour here on WYSL. Thank you guys so much for hanging around. 
Uh, quick article I wanted to go through. <laughs> As I say, quick article. I'm sure I'll have something to say behind this. Um, Michael Obama launches please, 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 I don't know, P-L-E-Z, small I. Nutrition junk food uh, company uh, to sell chemical-laden sugar water to children. Well, that doesn't sound very nice. I don't know how I – how did I – did I misread that? Michael Obama launches capital P, capital E, capital E, capital Z, small I, nutrition junk food company to sell chemical-laden sugar water to children. I don't – wow, that sounds odd. I would think that she would want the best for – children you know mike has been a great advocate of all this stuff and she's done <laughs> oh oh uh michelle sorry i was reading that inaccurately my my bad there um it says, uh, let's see it says here and yet another cash grab partnership with more uh this is more suited for the empty-handed hollywood actors uh and this is from uh it says she's teaming up with uh juggernaut capital partners a private company um, that's the name of it, Juggernaut Capital Partners, a private company that specializes in celebrity-driven junk food brands and pharmaceutical products uh, to promote Pleasy. I, I think that's how you say it, nutrition uh, be a beverage. It's a nutrition beverage, but yet it seems like there's an awful lot of sugar in here. Uh, the pitch is that uh, Mrs. Obama, uh, she's going to be it's, – it's obvious and simple. Uh, she will make you a billionaire using a tried-and-true formula of addicting kids – uh, to sugary and celebrity marketing. So, to sugar and celebrity marketing. That's going to be great. That's awesome. I don't know. I, I This is uh, this is one of those, like, I think this is one of those things where, like, the, the book deal, you know, remember Cuomo, he, he came out, Cuomo came out, and he got a book deal right after he said Hillary Clinton kind of committed some crimes, but they're not big crimes, they're not crimes that we really worry about, because not all crimes are, are crimes. And then the same thing with old Bill Barr, you know, he leaves the White House. Suddenly, he becomes, you know, uh, he becomes a book writer as well. And and then the Obamas, they have a Netflix deal and some other things. Yeah, that's fine, not a problem. That's that's just that's just what you do because people are really interested in reading their book. That's why you can see all their books on clearance at uh, you know was it Walden Books and all these other places. They really uh, have not been selling off the shelves like you'd think, but yet they still get that big old fat check up front. Uh, it says uh, Michelle, Michelle Obama money grabbing strategy is much the same as that of the billionaire investment guru and green bag Warren Buffett. This article seems to be a little bit slighted against these guys uh, who has long invested in and promoted junk food brands that push poisons on children because of their high profit endeavors. In this case, uh, Michelle Obama, who has uh, long touted herself as a healthy eater. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. That was serious. Um, is branding what um, amounts to sugar water. And this is a pleasy, pleasy. I don't know how I'm supposed to say that. Pleasy nutrition drinks contain six grams of sugar for every eight ounces of water. And uh, I think that's going to be, that's kind of like soda, isn't it? Anyway, the media is reporting that uh, the Obamas launched this brand in an effort aimed at fighting childhood obesity. Hmm. I don't think that's going to do well. Because the drink contains no sugar added. <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. It says it has 6 grams of sugar for 8 ounces of water, but yet it's advertising that there's no sugar added. Yeah, okay. 
Uh, let's see here. Keep in mind that it, uh, that the very USDA that the uh, Obamas is citing to claim that pleasy nutrition drink is healthy has a committee that is comprom- uh, compromised almost entirely of industry industry insiders with serious conflicts of interest. Guys, so okay, go back to why we why we say there's conflicts of interest in this story, right? So this person is obviously very upset with the Obamas and they don't really care for them or the USDA. When you find out that your FDA, the Food and Drug Administration that gave the Emergency uh, Powers Act to Pfizer, Moderna, and all these other companies that put this government chemical on you, 80% of their operating cash, 80% of the operating cash for the FDA comes from pharmaceutical companies. So how can you say no to something that gives you 80% of your operating costs? How how fast are they going to want to play ball with you? How fast are they going to want to come back to you if you keep telling them no? Well, the sad part of it is, is because when you start taking that money, it's hard to say no, right? That that ask, right? So you take the money for a documentary, you take the money for this, you take the money for that, and then all of a sudden you find yourself saying, "Oh, okay, yeah, I won't say that." Well, uh, no, I won't say that. Well, yeah, I won't. I won't say that. Yeah, you're right. I won't say that. And so now you have the FDA who is compromised to these gover- these uh, pharmaceutical companies because they want to keep their funding. So they got to keep all the people employed. They got to keep their funding. Eighty percent of it comes from the private sector, and even the CDC and NIH and all these all have patents on these vaccines that they tell you you have to take. And then our our Department of Health tells you you have to take or your children have to take to attend school. Now, when did, when did t- attending school become a carrot and a stick? You do this, then you get that. If you do this, oh, that was a right about the time we brought in the Department of Education at the federal level. I don't. I. I. I guess we really all get kind of confused about how America operated prior to all the government agencies rolled in in the 1920s and 30s, and that was really like the real boon for a lot of these 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 agencies taking off and having some ground in our country. We didn't have that. See, okay, so let's go back. We started in the 1700s, okay, America, America, America. America started in 1700s, right? We were, we were already here in the 1700s. Americans, the, the colonists, the colonies, the colon, you know, the, the British citizens over in America were already getting the term of, of Americans, right? But when we got into here and we were doing all this, we didn't uh, just start creating murder 50 years ago. We didn't just start creating racketeering 50 years ago. We didn't just start creating child trafficking 50 years ago. We didn't tra- start doing f- human trafficking 50 years ago. We didn't do money laundering just 50 years ago. But what we did back in the 1700s said, you know what? We're not going to do this anymore. We're not going to be these kind of people. We're going to have transparency. We're going to have all this open, all this open stuff. We're not going to, we're not going to hide history. We're not going to manipulate history. We're not going to do those things. And then, then we went through the 1800s, and all through the 1800s, president after president, congressman after congressman, we didn't have big government. We didn't have all that crap. We didn't need all that stuff. But then here comes the Industrial Revolution, and we got some people called Rockefeller and, you know, the Carnegies and some other, you know, those other families that got involved, the Doles and and the DuPonts and all those guys. The Industrial Revolution was kind to a, uh, was kind to a lot of people, 
a lot of people got a lot of great things. A lot of great things were invented. A lot of cool stuff happened. Had a lot of great growth and vegetation and plants across our country. And we still used hemp to be able to go in and stabilize soil from nuclear waste to toxic chemicals that hemp would go in and take care of all those organic problems or those inorganic problems in our soil. And it absolutely would clean the air as well. But when we see how this whole thing turned around in the early 1900s and where we are now in the early 2000s, within 100 years here, this country has absolutely become everything that the Constitution the forefathers, all those guys railed against, we have absolutely become everything that they said we should never be according to the Constitution. And we gave it up through little bits here, little bits there, and a lot of it was selfishness. You know, Standard Oil, the Rockefellers, you know, he wanted just to sell more oil. He created the first OPEC, the first international group of cool kids club oil providers and said, hey, let's stabilize the oil prices so that we all can make money and we don't have to worry about fighting each other while he continued to you know, buy up his competitors. And while he created the, the ATF so that no one would make alcohol at home because we don't want you making fuel for your car at home out of grass clippings and hay, which you can do. It is possible. Small, small, a little bit of grain, a little bit of yeast. You can make a, You could do all kinds of stuff with a little bit of yeast to go a long way to make a lot of alcohol for your car. But if you want everybody going to the petrol station, relying on those gas stations, then you outlaw home grain, you know, home grain alcohol, right? The grain alcohol you make at home, we don't want you making that. Do you see how the simple decisions of people trying to be greedy and selfish created what we still live in today? The American Medical Association, these guys said, hey, boss, we'll make all this stuff out of petroleum to sell you more petroleum or sell more of that petroleum you want to sell. And then uh, we'll call it fossil fuel, and that way it sounds scarce, and that way the people pay for it more. Do you see where he was driving his customer base towards himself? The American Medical Association was only created so that the government chemicals made with petroleum would be made to help people but not cure people. The people that were curing people, the people that were using frequencies, the people who were using herbs, the people that were using brass bells to create harmonization in their community— well, those brass bells were all taken down, and all of those people were demonized and ran into court by the, by the Carnegies and the Rockefellers. And the Rockefeller Institute created the Spanish flu and created a lot of the other crap that we're dealing with today. Do you see how all of this is so interconnected? Do you see how that in the last hundred years we have absolutely lost our way as Americans? And we need to be the difference makers. We need to stand up and say, listen, we got to go back to the 1700s. We got to go back and refresh this and go back to the Constitution the way it was written. And they call me Mr. Natural. All right, we got a commercial break coming up, guys. I'm the host of Dark Delight Show. Be right back. White sugar don't touch my lips. And my friends is always begging me to take them on macrobiotic trips. Yes, they are. All but night I take out my strong box that I keep under lock and key And I take it off to my closet where nobody else can see I open that door so slowly, take a peek up north and south 
Then I pull out a hostess Twinkie and I pop it in my mouth. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to the Dark Delight Show. I'm your host, Jim Price. Thank you guys so much for sticking around. Your second hour here. And uh, another article comes out from yournews.com. says, this is a, this is, <laughs> you got to. You can't make this stuff up, folks. Uh, Biden's border chief says he can't explain the border rush. <laughs> like, what? Like this is like this is this guy's getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars by your federal government every day to do this and go, eh? I don't know. Hey, Keith, you there? Yeah. Got a caller. Hey, buddy. Uh, your telling of history is very good and accurate. Uh, the problem is uh, when society is institutionalized. They do it to try and safeguard things, and so far, it's like you were saying, don't make whiskey at home. It uh, may not be good for you. It's not pasteurized. Uh, but yeah. the more things are institutionalized, the harder it is for the individual to step forward and show his or her mettle. Uh, you and Josh were talking in the first hour about uh, religion and cowardice of uh, religious leaders during COVID, because uh, I don't believe in COVID. But uh, yeah. people should know during the Revolutionary War, it was the pastors and preachers that helped lead the revolution. They would get up in their pulpits and rail against the injustices of King George III and really get the people rallied. Today, 
everyone plays it safe, including the church, that if you went to your pastor and said, I have real concerns, we're losing our freedoms and liberties, uh, that pastor might look at you as a nutcase and just not know how to handle you. And uh, we, we have lost the ability, many Americans have, to be truly individuals and step forward and simply be their own individual man or woman. And uh, that um, I'm glad uh, I was held until uh, you finished uh, telling the history there. I would have yeah. come on too soon. You, you really, uh, when you went back to colonial days and then worked your way forward the Rockefellers, you told a very accurate description of how we uh, went downhill from true individuality to now uh, even Marx's collective thought in the good old U.S. of A. that it can can happen here, people, in closing, uh, all you, my fellow Americans, uh, you don't have to be uh, a Russia or a China, uh, countries that really don't have uh, long histories of true democracy, even after uh, almost 250 years, even in the United States, we could lose our freedoms because people today don't know what it means to be individuals, and they certainly don't know what it means to be Americans. We are not passing this along and we could end up really losing our American way of life. We've we've got to be well aware of that. Oh, absolutely, Keith. And you're you're spot on with everything. Thank you for your uh, your confidence on that. Is that you know going back through the history is really essential because we we get so caught up in our our microvision of things, right? The little here and now. That how did we get here? You know, why is it that things are the way they are? And if people were so brave back then, why can't we be brave again? Well. Uh... You and Josh are doing a good job. Uh, at, at times, I think I'm concerned you might get too much into the conspiracy end of things. You talk, you're <laughs> touching a lot of topics, but today's show, the two-hour show today, was very, very good. And uh, if I have to critique you a bit, I might ask the two of you hosts to steer more in that direction. Today's show was right. very, very good and exemplary, and hopefully uh, you've got a good audience listening. We are losing our country, people. And we've got to get together and marshal together and be individuals and stand up and uh, fight back because it's probably going to come to a shooting American Civil War, Civil War number two, no lie. Absolutely. Well, Keith, I look forward to seeing you in July. Um, I hope you get to come to our event when we come out there. So uh, I know you're a good fan of the show, so I appreciate you being a part of everything. All right. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, sir. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Well, again, this is, you know, we've got so many pieces coming together here. And these are the times where we say, you know, like, well, yeah, I don't know, Jim. I just don't feel like I've got the strength to be able to do. You know, it's like you guys got everything. And you guys are, you, you're it. And, you know, I, 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 not everybody's a leader. Okay. And let me give you, let me, I'll give you a cop out, right? You guys, you guys want a cop out? You want to, you want to wiggle off the hook here? Not everybody's a leader. Not everybody. Not everybody's patent. Not by. Not everybody's gonna get in a lead jeep in World War II and prance across Europe to take down take down the German army. Not everybody's gonna be that person, right? Not everybody's gonna do it. I got gotcha. you. But there's things that you can do that you're really amazing at. That if you get together with other people, you're gonna find out where you plug in. And not everybody is a leader. And just because you Bill was a leader last year doesn't mean you get to be the leader this year. Maybe Bill needs to be the leader every year for a while till another leader comes along. And that's okay. But that causes discernment. And you got to have self-reflection and ability to look into those people and understand that not everybody is a leader. Just because Obama bothered to be president of the United States doesn't mean you can be. 
I, I he wasn't president of the United States. He's a Manchurian candidate. I don't know what hypnosis hypnosis he was under or what he was actually you know a part of, but he was not the leader we needed to be. He wasn't. He wasn't a leader. So in other words, um, we have to think about this and like, okay, Obama's not a leader. The pedo in chief is not a leader. Bush wasn't the leader we needed. We got to start looking back through history, trying to find leaders that we really could say were leaders. And the thing is, is we need a lot of doers. We not, we don't need all chiefs. We need some Indians. We got to have some people that do the laundry. We got to people be able to paint the walls. We got to people who mow the lawn. People that cook the dinners. And that's okay because you know what? That makes it all work. And if the leader has to stop to go mow the lawn, then he's not leading. If the leader has to go back and do the laundry, he's not leading. And maybe he's amazing at doing laundry. But what if he's amazing at leading and he's not doing the leading, he's doing the laundry? You see where I'm trying to catch you guys up here? Be amazing at what it is you do. Find out inside of yourself and embrace the idea that there's parts of you that suck and there's parts of you that are great. And embrace the suck parts. You know what? I know I'm not good at this. It's not my wheelhouse. I'm okay with that. And be okay with it. And embrace it. And then move forward with what you're good at, your God-given talents. I, I'm amazed how we want to ignore biblical truths, spiritual truths, Buddhist truths. I mean, all these different, even going through the, you know, the, the Greeks and the Romans and all the mythology and all the all that stuff. There are so many of these stories that talks about you being the best you can be according to the gifts God has given you. You know, why, why can't we do that? And in this time, when we find out that there are people that are good at what they do, support them in whatever it is they're doing. If there are people that are great leaders, support that leader. If there are people that are great at doing whatever it is, support them doing that. You know, this This is how we get this done. That's how we get our country back. And I guarantee you a lot of these cops out there are just looking for a leader because they know they're not the leader and they know the guys that are leading them aren't the leader. And maybe you're it. Maybe you're that flash. Maybe you're the spark. Maybe you're the zinc aurora at conception. When a human conceives, there's a zinc aurora. There's this bright aurora that it goes off, and it's, it's a zinc aurora. Maybe, maybe we have to think about that they need that flash, and all of a sudden things are different for them. And you're that flash for that cop, for that sheriff, for that DA that sees it in you, and suddenly they can have it in them. And they could be amazing. But what if you don't ever do it? Then they don't ever do it. And nothing becomes amazing. Make that first step forward. Be those difference makers. Be those people. Be the people that won't shut up about freedom. I dare you. Devil dog dare you. All right, guys, thank you so much for hanging in here on the Dark Delight Show, the second hour here. It's been awesome having you a part of the team. I do know that I'll be traveling uh, to uh, Durrell, Trump Durrell in Florida this weekend for an event. Uh, Trump will be there. Others will be there as well. So it uh, looks like uh, I'll be here tomorrow for sure, but looks like you might miss me the rest of the week. So, guys, thank you so much for everything you guys are doing out there. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Myself.